Welcome to a BS in education hosted by the lovely Mrs. W and Mrs. B. Sup? Hey, y'all. I hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, I hope you ate so much stuff. We are actually recording this before Thanksgiving. We are. We are preemptively recording it. And I really hope that you idiots with your high-waisted jeans (laughs) thought about that before Thanksgiving. Because if not, I bet you were in a world of pain. You're so uncomfortable. Sister, so uncomfortable. They're not even comfortable if you aren't eating. So, so I hope that you were all wearing elastic waistbands like I am because I'm ch-ch-ch-chubby. Uh, so speaking of ch-ch-ch-chubby, really I am, um, I'm going to start a juice cleanse tomorrow. Oh, Lord. I'm very excited about it. And by well, excited. You should record when you're doing the juice cleanse. <laughs> I bet that would be some quality bitch I content. One of, the, one of the warnings is like, you might see changes in your mood. <laughs> you might. So I I was doing so well with my eating and stuff, and I'm still doing pretty good. But I've had like yeah. two, two pounds creep on, a pound and a half creep oh on God. since Halloween. But we're coming into the holidays, so I got to get yeah. that shit under wraps. And it's like I was doing so well with my eating that I wasn't craving anything bad. But then Halloween yeah. happened, and every person in the universe Everything gave goes me out candy. The window, man. Yeah. So now I just think of candy all the time. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this juice cleanse. Where it's, you know, it's this fancy juicery near me. Sure. You go and you buy a sack full of fresh Kale pressed and shit juices. And... Right. And then that's all yeah. you all you consume for a day or two. Uh, you're going to be crapping your eyeballs I, out. Am I? So there are some yeah. that actually have like things that make you poop in them. Um, like that time I accidentally bought Ooh. ballerina tea because I was like, Ooh. I like balla- ballet. And then I didn't realize it you was like, the kind that makes you poop. It makes you have, it's like a colonoscopy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Juice. So this one's not, this is not that. It's just regular juice, but maybe it'll make me poop. Okay. I don't know. I really just um, want to not be craving sugar. And I know if I, I am that. cold turkey for That's a day or two. That's the best way to do it, man. Then I'll be, yeah. then I'm fine. Then it's so weird yeah. how like, how much willpower you have once the addictive part of your brain. It's so true. It's nuts. You just need that shut way. down. When my husband and I were eating well a couple of years ago, we were like sticking to this plan. Mm-hmm. But I remember like, as soon as dinner was over, we were like, I guess we should just go to bed. Like we wouldn't even watch TV or anything because we're like, I swear well, to God, I bought melatonin today so anything. I could just go to bed. <laughs> just sleep it off. You got to sleep through it. It's like getting over an illness and the illness is your crazy sugar addiction. It's yeah. The illness is you want candy so bad. Oh, so badly. Mm. Well, good so luck so with that. we'll see how that goes. And I'm torn between like posting funny stuff on Instagram because my husband's out of town for the next two weeks, which is another reason I chose to do it right now because he, he, um, this is some great advice for you ladies. If you just really want to get yourself, your, your life together and your eating together, you just gotta be really fucking selfish. You just gotta say, I'm going to eat what I want to eat when I want to eat at the time that I eat it. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) And that's what I've done. Uh, but the juice stuff, I was like, I don't want to smell your delicious foods if I'm not eating anything. No, absolutely not. And he probably doesn't want to smell your delicious farts while you're on a juice cleanse. I know. So it's but I'm better so, for both of you. I'm so crazy. I like want to post it because I feel like I'll have funny comments. But then I'm also like, but a murderer will see it and come murder me because they know I'm home I alone. I do that all the time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like with murderers, I right? got eight followers. <laughs> like, it's not 
it's happening. Amazing. It's yeah. just me being being crazy being watching too crazy. many murder documentaries. Yeah. Oh. That's how we get through hey, the so, day. Hey, so what's your what's your BS for this week? Mine's really petty. It's my son and his Xbox and all of the different passwords that are required oh for his stuff. And because they're all through my account. Yeah. Also, I'm babysitting some dogs right now. Yeah, I was going to say, whose dog is that? I don't know that dog everything. bark. Yeah. No, you haven't met. You haven't met. I love these dogs, but man, they bark a lot. And they have one of them has a bark collar on, but clearly nobody else in the family <laughs> is implementing the tool. So I'll just sit in here. You're just going to have a dog barking in the background. So he's got Roblox and Fortnite and all this other shit that I don't even know what. And it all is through like different platforms. Right. You have to log in through Epic Games or Roblox proper or Nintendo or Microsoft. And they all mm-hmm. have different things and they all go to my account. And then they all require two-step verification codes. So he's sneaking in my room at six in the morning to be like, can I check your email for the verification <laughs> And I'm just like, oh my God, with the passwords. Can we just Goodness. cut to the retina scan for everything, please? Right. Or like the... Just take a little bit of my blood. Put a chip in my arm. Like, go ahead and do it. Because we, if we're being tracked constantly anyway, so why not just cut to the chase and quit making me log in mm-hmm. for everything? And I'm like, I don't know. I have a separate document on my phone that's just his passwords for all this shit. Yeah. It's so exhausting. I hate it. So that's my <laughs> petty crap. Do you remember when we were kids and you could just like turn on your Nintendo and play right. it? And, and then every 30 it. minutes, take yeah. it out and like blow in the disc and then yeah. put it back in there. Yeah. And you didn't have but to worry was... about some mustachioed man no. in the middle Pervert of the country ta- trying to talk to, me, to you. Yes. <laughs> to meet meet you at a Waffle House right next to an <laughs> hourly hotel. Like Our no, kidnappers to had to that. get in an actual van. They had to do so much work. And chase they had to, us like, down. They did. Back in my day, they had to put oh. work in. Like, they almost earned it. You know what I mean? When I did stand up for a hot minute, that was one of my best bits was about how, like, when I was a kid and I wanted to stalk the boy I liked, I had to look his name up in the phone book. Hell yes, Get out did. a map, ride my bike past Your his house map. 20 times. Yes! Yes, you did. Oh, my gosh. So nutty. You had nutty. to put in Did work. you? Oh, I didn't talk. Okay. Make sure I come back to that. No, let's talk about that. And then I'll do my BS. So, um... Did you watch the the Monica Lewinsky uh, true crime whatever? I can't remember what it's I don't called. I watched the true crime thing. I watched one that came out a few years ago, maybe a couple of years ago, where it was like her side of the story and how she was. This is um. This is the like. It. This is the same people that did the OJ one. Uh, and did the Versace whatever. So this is reenactment, okay. but all the a- like Sarah Paulson is playing Linda Tripp and stuff, and Linda all the Tripp. acting what? stuff is so good. Let me um, see Sarah Paulson. Uh, but uh, I was listening to somebody talk about it on another podcast, and they're like, "Yeah, Monica Lewinsky was kind of stalkery. She really did kind of stalk him." And I'm like, "Bitch, do you not remember what it was like to be in your early twenties and like Hello? somebody? Like, and and if that person happened to be famous and you had famous access you to can, them, no do, can shit. you imagine how nutty of you would have been? If any of us had access to Justin Timberlake at that level, uh, when oh we my were, god, like it would have been insane." Absolutely. I would have gone through his trash. <laughs> totally. Yeah, she was poor thing. God. I know. I know. Um, the documentary is good, though. It's on Hulu. Or not documentary. Okay. The series is good. It's on Hulu. Well, I'll watch that yeah. tonight. Do it. Uh, it's. Instead I don't think it's all, all out yet. It's got, it's got one or two more episodes left. Um, I can't remember what it's called. When my husband and I are going to watch it, I say, is there another episode of the Blowjob Show <laughs> out yet? <laughs> 
I can't, see it. I can't remember. Oh, I can't ever so remember. Great. It's got a name with like a semicolon and something okay, else. Okay, good. Because I need a show anyway. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of watching the morning show on Apple TV, but oh. like, it's dark. I watched it's, a couple it's really episodes. heavy. Okay. I it's heavy. So I'm kind of like, Ugh. and I finished Schmigadoon. Did you watch the last oh, episode of Schmigadoon? Yeah. I hated it. I loved the whole series. And then the last episode, I was just like, I don't know. It just got, t- it got way too sentimental because the rest of it wasn't very at sentimental. All. And right. then all of a sudden it was like, oh, real feelings. And I'm like, wait a minute. The, none of the rest of this was real feelings. Stop yeah. that now. Um, yeah. But I did enjoy the rest of the I, I need to go back and watch it again. Um, I yeah. was going to make my parents watch it. I totally forgot. Oh, well. Next time you're here. Tonight. Next uh, time. Oh, my BS is, ugh, I just bought, like, plane tickets and Airbnb and car rental to go home for Christmas. Ew. Ew. And it's just like, I want to spend a thousand dollars to go. This is not a vacation destination, a fun... friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's so is... aggravating when you have to spend <laughs> that kind sucks. of money. <laughs> just want to, like, go to, to my go home. home. <laughs> yeah. And that you can't just, like, stay with somebody. That sucks also. I know. That's small. I know. But also... Yeah, that's just that's hard. We always uh, we always camp up in, in somebody in my family's house. It's yeah. like too bad we're all gonna be here, and you can just deal with that for a few yeah. days. There would be murder if we. There tried would to be do murder. That. I, under- I understand. I yeah. understand that. I understand. Yep. It's a true fact. <laughs> hey, so um, we yeah. I do need to talk to you about next weekend at oh, the okay. end of this. We'll, t- we'll okay. chat about it. Oh yeah, cool. All right, well, yeah, we'll talk about the end. Okay, so so we got this idea for the podcast for a couple reasons. Um, one of our 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 super fans, Miss T, posted on Facebook like, "Seriously, I'm done with teaching. What should I do?" And then also there is a classmate of mine that at the beginning of the school year was like, "Hey, I got a job teaching in the district you taught in for two years, and you left." Woohoo! I'm so excited and blessed and hashtag blah blah blah. Do you have any advice for me? And it was hashtag really hard. Changing lives. Yes. Yeah. I had to like bite my tongue and like you know. Bet you're not gonna make it. Make sure you're 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 setting up really clear. You know, just all the yeah. all the advice, all the, all the yeah. advice I could give, and was just like, take care of yourself. It's gonna be yep. a bumpy ride. Like I'm just if, telling you now. If you Ooh. need to hit a bowl right before you walk in every day, maybe just do that. <laughs> Because the worst yeah. they can do is fire you, and you'll probably want it anyway. So, uh, guess who quit by November sixth? Oh, yes, it through the semester. I always like it's. I shouldn't gloat. It's terrible, but it like makes me feel really good that I made it for two years. Yeah, you're a hardcore, hardcore, hardcore human. Uh, oh my goodness! So, so um, funny. so that made me just Google like what would. What what, what else teachers are teachers do? good at? Like what what translates yeah. well? I don't remember exactly how I phrased it. Here's my thing. What are we not good at? Like right. who who else? I'm not gonna say who else because there's lots of professions where people are just thrown random bullshit at all time. Like anybody who works in the medical industry, especially like right. emergency doctor, like constantly being thrown bullshit and having to deal with it immediately and be the most competent person in the room at all times. I just I feel like we have a huge skill set. If you're a competent teacher, like you could really walk into most industries and nail that shit. I agree. That's my opinion. I agree. So, so I googled it and I found this uh, great website called NotWaitingForSuperman.org. I know. I think the. (laughs) 
think the name is great. If you don't get the name, then you need to watch the documentary Waiting for Superman, uh, which is a good documentary, but it it's does. It's very sad. It's just like, it's just like, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Kind of like our podcast. It, <laughs> That's what we should have called our podcast. Yes. There's nothing you can do. (laughs) Um, so I'm uh I'm hopeful we're gonna have a little interview with the the author of the website and a book. Uh his name's James Anthony. So hopefully we'll get to hear from him. But he has some great resources that just so so it's like even though you are very good because I've been talking about this for a couple of years now like if I don't get a job where I actually make money I like I'm out I need to go to a career counselor I need to do something where I live is very expensive and I'm really sick of renting I get I get into these like murderous rages Mm -hmm. (laughs) when something like breaks or I just like or your radiator's going It's like if you had a toddler locked in your basement with all the pots and pans. That's what it sounds like. Yes. So loud. Yes. Um, so so I keep saying, like, even though I'm very happy with what I am doing right now, which is not full-time in a classroom, I'm teaching yeah. at three different places, two universities and a system where I'm doing Just middle and high school. Bonkers. I'm not, I'm making no money. I'm making yeah. none. I'm making not enough money. If something Your happened to money. my husband... I couldn't afford you the be, rent where I live. Like, yeah. it's, yeah, I'm very poor. Hey, um, you could come back here and get you a job. I so could get me a job. I know. School. I know. So uh, let's see. Do you want to get into this or do we want to take a quick break and then come right back? Let's do that. Let's take a quick break. Okay. And when we get back, we'll hear that interview. We got in contact with author James Anthony and he was kind enough to send us in voice memos for several of our questions. So our first question was, what inspired you to create this website and this resource for teachers? At first, it really was because I just needed to write and share how I was feeling. Uh, Leaving teaching was one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do. And the profession required my silence in a way that, that wasn't comfortable with me. Increasingly, as I went through my career and the profession changed from underneath me between something that cared genuinely about the social and emotional development of children into something that was more of a, a business data beast, which it's now become. It required my silence because I disagreed with so much that was happening and I started writing about that and it helped me feel better. I think as I've connected with more teachers on the blog, I've realised that the problems I've experienced in UK schools are really international in nature. And in fact, uh, most of my readers from uh, the, the blog now are outside the UK. In terms of why I still write several years later, it's really because doing so makes sense of the experience I went through, the the emotional turmoil, the the doubting myself, the scars which the the profession left on me that that are still evident in some of the the thoughts that I have and some of the emotions that I'm still experiencing years later and I'm I'm not alone in this I think the more I've shared what what happened to me and the more I've tried to help teachers understand the process of leaving teaching that's more complicated than simply changing a job um, the more I've I've realized that my own pain and my own struggle has has purpose. And that's why I continue to write on my blog today. 
So our next question is, if you could give advice to a teacher that is uh, leaving the profession or thinking about leaving the profession, what would your advice be? My advice for teachers leaving the profession is twofold. Firstly, don't underestimate the the wealth of transferable skills and experience that you've got through doing uh, a high pressure performance based job over and over again. Um, constantly questioning yourself or being questioned by the profession uh, and refining your skills over and over again. Honestly, teachers are so much more talented than they believe. And when you take a step out of the classroom and find uh, the right place to be able to apply those skills and settle in emotionally to uh, a new phase in your life, you'll realize that quite quickly and have faith that you'll be able to make that transition because you will. The second piece of advice is, is what you don't expect. The practicalities of, of leaving a job, of finding a replacement, of financially managing a transition, of updating your resume or CV, of going to interviews, of finding uh, an appropriate alternative job are, are well known to us and that's what we expect. But there's an undercurrent of emotional change that goes on alongside this that if you're not prepared for it, if you're not expecting it, takes you by surprise. And it certainly did me. And it, it does for lots of people who connect with me, both on the blog and in the Facebook community I'm I'm proud to, to lead. Emotions that I've described on a specific blog post in uh, on my site. I, I believe you can provide a, a, a link to that. Honestly, it's it's the unknown that takes us by surprise and stops us moving on. Because practically, you can find a replacement for your job. And practically, we have to, don't we? We, we have to um, find a, a replacement to be able to finance our life and pay our bills. The emotional change happens more slowly. And inevitably, we get forced into the change at a time when emotionally, we're perhaps not ready for it. So one piece of advice I'd like to give teachers is to try and plan for their transition and try and and get used to the emotions they're feeling and, and realize that they're normal. Um, emotions of guilt uh, are obvious, but um, emotions of grief and of loss um, uh, take people by surprise. Um, the the wide-eyed, idealistic person that joined the profession is having to accept that actually that, that reality uh, of, of being able to be in a classroom and make a, a genuine difference to to the world, to their community, to the most innocent in our society, the children we teach, is a is a difficult thing to leave behind. And knowing that you're not alone in that transition, knowing that those emotions are normal, helps move forward into a happy life outside of the classroom. If you had a magic wand and you could change one thing in schools, what would you change? If I could change one thing in schools in the UK, in the US, and so many other places where people connect with me with the same message about what the job has become now in modern schools, it would be their use of data. Because education is obsessed with repeatedly measuring and comparing uh, an increasingly large number of variables in the search for incremental improvements to be able to prove that public money is being spent in a way which is getting results. The difficulty with doing that, as, as teachers, we are very aware of this, the difficulty with doing that is firstly that you give the child an impression that they're not good enough because 
psychologically, if you continue to tell a person, however old they are, that they've not yet reached a specific grade boundary or, or data point, they're going to believe that they're not good enough. And too many of our children are now leaving school, hating the learning process thing and thinking they're no good at it. And honestly, that is the, the worst indictment of an education system, which is supposed to help them know how to learn for the rest of their lives. As teachers, implementing this kind of system is heartbreaking because we, we understand that the emotional and social development of our students should come first and the academic should come second. We, we understand that, that creativity matters, that, that imagination matters, that someone's ability to be able to communicate effectively um, and uh, solve problems without um, uh, conflict um, matters. But those things are, are so much more difficult to measure and therefore they're being sidelined uh, in preference to academic skills, which we can measure very easily and which can be tested in an automatic and standardised way. The solution is not to measure more things. The solution is to trust the professionals who know the students best, to trust our judgment and question why you're measuring certain things. I think there's nothing wrong with measuring data. In, in a classroom, we do it in a formative way in our lessons all the time. The, the difficulty is when the system then tries to take control of that away from teachers and then starts comparing different students to each other, different schools to each other, um, different countries to each other. None of those things have any relevance to the individual child sitting there needing help with the fact that they've got parents at home that haven't taught them a certain thing or, or they don't know how to, how to interact with other students or they might have confidence issues. None of those um, data points, none of those incremental improvements which uh, the system is so obsessively driving through every part of it, right down to, to very, very young ages now, None of that has, has anything to do, in my opinion, with the individual child, the individual children we teach. And it's sad that the profession has developed to such, such a point that teachers aren't trusted to, to be able to do that. And that would be the one thing that I think would change teaching for, for teachers, would solve the re retention and recruitment crisis, which is happening across the world. And more importantly, would, would change the profession for, for the students too. Because the last thing they, they need throughout the formative years of their life is to be consistently told that they're not good enough. So if I was able to give one piece of advice to education systems across the world, it would be measure what you want to improve. And what you want to improve is the student's confidence to be able to deal with future challenges in their lives, to have the confidence in themselves to use the internet, to, to be able to teach themselves the things that we don't even know they're going to need in the future. And that doesn't come by measuring their academic skills repeatedly or obsessively comparing individual academic data points with each other. Instead, we need to trust the educators we've trained to do the job. And if we started doing that again, the experience for teachers and for students would be infinitely better. And last but not least, where can all of our listeners find you? 
Yeah, you can find me at notwaitingforsuperman.org, where I write about education, and in the Leave Teaching and Smile Facebook group, which I'm privileged to, to lead on behalf of teachers around the world. I hope that through our shared experience that we can help each other take a happy next step into a healthier life outside of the classroom. All right, so that was James Anthony. You can check out his website at waiting for su- not waiting for Superman. I'm going to mess it up every time. Not waiting for Superman.org. I'll have all the info in the show notes. We need, ooh, um, yeah. let's talk about jobs that we've had that were not teaching jobs. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, it's, it's so, so I worked at Walgreens for a very long time. I worked there mm-hmm. for eight years, I think, from the time I was 16 to 16 plus eight. Um, 24, is that right? <laughs> That's the number that you're looking for. So I worked there all through high school and college, like even after I graduated college for, I think, a semester or maybe a year. Um, but I worked at lots of other places, too, because yeah. since I was a theater major, I would sometimes need to take like six weeks off if I got cast in a show. Mm-hmm. And it was easier to reschedule three jobs where I only worked one or two days a week than to find yeah. somebody to like replace Just you full time. Cover- yeah. Um, I was also a, uh, what did I used to call it? I worked at this sandwich place that was on campus. Ooh. Um, it was so yummy. And people, I don't think I knew that. I worked at Shut up. Good. Yeah. It was a good, it's like, that. it was a very good sandwich place on our That's campus. Funny. And it's when Subway was all about being a sandwich artist. So people would always ask me if I was a sandwich artist, but I didn't get to make the sandwiches. I just did the cash, just did the cash <laughs> register. <laughs> So it was a cash register artist, I guess. Change, and that makes me sound like a stripper. Change master. Mm-hmm. What did? How about you? What were some of your college jobs? Oh my god! Well, my very first job ever was I did medical transcription. That was my first job. Yes. I started when I was like fourteen and a half or fifteen, mm-hmm. and it was because my mom was working full time, and then she would come home at night and do medical transcription, and I would be sitting at my desktop computer adjacent to her, like on ICQ or Messenger yes. typing super fast. Ow. And she would just be like, ow, ow, She'd be like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. And then she's like, you type fast. I should teach you how to do this. And I think I was taking biology too at the time. Mm-hmm. So really the hardest part was like learning medicine's names and then right. like understanding dialects of doctors because the part of the country where we live in, they often had very uh, funny it, accents it, where they it, didn't yeah. say, right. they did not say things correctly. And also you couldn't just like, google what this term was to figure out if it was right or not you had to use like stedman's medical dictionary that's right but i did that all the way through through my daughter being born so like i mean until i was 30 plus years old so Mm -hmm. i mean half my life i did that um but my first actual job where i went somewhere was i worked at a veterinary clinic and i was the bitch because oh my god speaking of veterinary clinic (laughs) I'm about to go in there and beat everyone in my family. Like, deal with it. Hold on. For real. What is Hold happening? On. I don't know. Hey, surprise. Oh, God. My aunt. We're here. No idea where we're coming. Just walked in. Um, okay. All right. So working at the vet clinic. So I worked. There, there they go. I worked at a vet clinic and um, it was me like spraying poop out of kennels and me holding down snakes during medical procedures. Oh my These God. dogs. 
Um, there was one time when I had to be there for an autopsy of this German shepherd puppy that was bought from some very irreputable, like, puppy mill, and it was the grossest thing I've ever witnessed in my life, because they had been told that the dog was dewormed, but clearly it had not been, and I've never seen anything like that, like, anyway, I did lots of real fun stuff there, um, in college, I wanted to work with kids, so I got a job at Jimboree, the clothing mm-hmm. store, not oh, the Jimboree that. that you work with kids. Yes. It was awful. Um, I'm not a salesperson. I should not be working in a mall where I have to follow people around and try to get them to buy socks for babies. It was terrible. <laughs> what else did I do? I feel like those were like the big things that I did. And then yeah. after that, pretty much everything I did was in a school Teach stuff. Yeah. in some capacity. Ooh, I did remember... I went back um, during the summertime uh, in college at some point, and I worked at a medical clinic, but I had to call all the people who were behind on their bills, and it was the worst. I hated it so. They were like, here's the stack of files of, like, people who aren't paying their bills. Can you call them and tell them to pay us? And I'm like, oh, these are, like, four years old. They're going to be very excited to hear from me. Right. So that didn't go great. Um yeah, like all the clerical work I did, it was absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. But I feel like right now, if I if something happened and I just got fed up and said F this and flipped the table over, I don't think I I would feel uncomfortable applying to most types of jobs. Unless it was like engineering right. or something else where you needed a high degree something of where technical you have to take expertise. a test to get some kind of certification. Yes, yeah, certification. And even then I could probably study hard enough and get it. But like I feel pretty confident that I could walk in anywhere and be like, what do you need done? Right. I can do these things. Just yeah. because I'm not really scared of anything at this point in my life and screw it, you know? Yeah, so I did medical transcription also because Miss mm-hmm. B's mom hired me. Um, and I worked at the medical clinic at school also. <laughs> All oh my of God. That's right. I forgot about that. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else that I did? And then it was just all like camps. And yes. of course, like I've had theater and acting gigs and stuff like that. But that's all just like short term shit. Yeah. But yeah, I think all of mine started to be related to children in some way. Uh-huh. And some yeah. kind of teaching. Yeah, I still think. That I would want some kind of, I, I still think I would be happy to pay somebody between two and $500 to help me make my resume really good and like, yeah. like, like the ASVAB type thing, but do it for teachers. Like, tell me what the hell. Wait, what's ASVAB? Oh, that's what that test that? that the military would come and give you to tell you that an oh, aptitude test. Oh, yeah. I didn't get to, t- they, we took it when I was in high school, but for some reason we didn't ever get the results back. They said that like something mm. was done incorrectly so they just didn't give it to us and it's supposed to be oh. so like the military can try to recruit you if you so they can know, hunt down people if, if you want to yeah if you're like, or whatever okay <laughs> if CIA. you're like the next jason Bourne. <laughs> yes they're they're like we can implant something in their brain and they would never know uh-huh. about it uh-huh. and teach them all the martial arts and languages i couldn't do that i couldn't do anything that required being so like i don't know Ugh. so that's so funny because i did paintball one time and it was like this perfect marriage of make believe and like intensity. And uh-huh. I went nuts. Into like it. running, like, ah, pop, 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 like ch- rolling on the ground, like 
That's if fun. I went very crazy. So I feel like if I, I feel like you that could have been a life choice for me. If, if I that had would been. be a good thing for you to do the next time you come to town with my 11 year old. Oh, he would really yeah. love that. I feel like he's been be like, hold on, really let time. Nanny put on her knee brace and her ankle and brace and my goggles. It's go and time. My- <laughs> he, he would totally do it. Laser That's tag. I haven't idea. done paintball, but like, I do love some laser tag. I will yeah. get in on some laser tag. My daughter always always wants to tag along, and I'm like, you have to shut up. We Don't were blow this for me. It's very important that in I'm in the in. middle of the woods somewhere doing this, and we're oh, like wow. crawling around on leaves trying to sneak up on people. Damn. But it was intense, and I really enjoyed it in like a very primal sort of way primal way okay but I don't even though my cousin's husband is a is an FBI agent I don't feel like that is a a job that is going to be in the stars for me yeah should I choose probably not we might be aged out of like yeah I feel like they want us for I don't know I could I I don't know maybe I could play like the librarian the sneaky librarian who just like knows stuff they would never suspect me. <laughs> Nobody would ever suspect me. Do you do you know anybody that has ever um, gone into the FBI or CIA? No, but I have a friend who I'm very, I believe that she easily could mm-hmm. be or could have been, and none of us would have actually known about it. Like, I have my suspicions about her. I think I know um, this person. I think you do know this person. I do know and this And I've person. heard just random stories that she's told, and I'm like, that's not a normal. I think you told me of what? your suspicions a few years ago. <laughs> And then I'm I was like, like, I think you're right. Hold on. I think that checks. It's a lot of languages, random languages. Yes. For okay. We are to know. the same person. <laughs> okay. um, and then I have another friend I haven't seen since childhood or like since my wedding. She was in my wedding and I have not seen her since then. And every couple of years, I'll get a call from somebody in the central government to like clear her background. As that's a child. what I was going to ask you, because that's yes. what happens if someone okay. is a um, uh, um, going into like the FBI, CIA stuff like that, they reach okay. out to people that knew them as From a child. All points of life, yeah. Yes, to make sure that so, they aren't actually like a Russian spy that moved right, here when they were in their twenties. Yeah. yeah. So they want to make sure that their childhood is real and not it's doctored. Not That's bonkers. what I was going to bring up. So yeah, okay. So, yeah, but I don't know because I've never followed up to be like, what in the hell are you doing? Because I yeah. really want to kind of want to know, but I don't know. Very cool. All right, so let's talk about some of the things that you are. <clears throat> really great at if you're a teacher um so i'm oh, ripping yeah. this straight off of uh of the website that we mentioned earlier and that will be in the show notes uh mm-hmm. you are a hard worker if you Durr. made it through even one Single year school year then you are a hard you worker qualify yeah yeah and you also learn new things really fast because mm-hmm. the district is constantly <laughs> just constantly. throwing a bunch of bullshit at you <laughs> resilient like just nothing sticks to you because you're just kind of like okay well let's take this and roll with this in the moment um uh you're super organized uh you're (laughs) well well even if like your desk is not organized organized, but mentally you're keeping track of everything yes 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 even if visually like oh my god if i could just show you my desk right now (laughs) same it's a nightmare scape but I know where everything is. But I know the important <laughs> things. I don't know where everything is, but I do know the important stuff. Like, I can I can pull that together. Mm-hmm. Um, what's another one that? I, oh, resourceful. Oh my god, top of the list with resourceful. Yeah, holy crap. And just being a really good problem solver mm-hmm. is another great one. 
Adaptable. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk uh. about like specific jobs. So a lot of companies have this is the this is the thing that I think I would go for is being a project manager. So they have yeah. these at like every company. Every company. They have them at like tech company, like they have a where my husband works. Mm-hmm. Um everywhere and it's just basically the person that oversees all the little bits and pieces of something to get a large job done so yeah. it's just like teaching just except like teaching, you're dealing but, with adults and so maybe a little bit more obnoxious when people don't mm-hmm. do what you're asking them to do but also um you know you can have higher expectations and also mm-hmm. get get on people when they're not living up to them and As you probably teaching, you're just kind of like don't have to pitch in $20 in a pan of macaroni for the I holiday bet you party. Don't. It's just I like catered. You don't get a jeans pass when you bring in 12 two liters and give up all of your breaks. I bet. The fucking jeans pass is so crazy. Take your jeans so, pass. I have at le- I have probably 100 jeans pass stickers in my drawer that I'm just like, I don't even, this is not even a thing for me. Like, oh my God. I have so it's many. so silly. So there's, of course, like a multitude of jobs of working with children. Like I've often thought I would love to work in a library. Um, mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that have advanced library sciences degrees, though. So yeah. I also think I, I actually think there's a waiting list to be a librarian in most cities. I think so, too. <clears throat> um, but any kind of nonprofit, this this is like if you still want a bleeding heart job and you're fine with not making a lot of money, you right. can work in a nonprofit. I think if I make the shift, I'm going to be for profit, baby. Unless I find an actual theater, uh, like a theater artistic director role, which isn't going to pay a ton of money, but it's yeah, using but it's what you all my degrees. Yeah. Unless it's something specifically in theater, I'm going to go for profit. Heck yeah, dude. Mama wants a house. Mama, mama, like a paycheck. And to mama wants a to second toilet. Stuff. Oh man, wouldn't it be nice? We went wouldn't and saw a, a place yesterday that we thought about putting an offer on. It was only a two. It's a two bedroom, two bath, and that second toilet, nine hundred square feet. Oh <laughs> so my God, it was like. God, this is so small. We're, so we're standing in the second bedroom, and it was like, I don't even know if we could fit a Murphy bed and a desk. Because, oh like, our big things are, like, we want people to be able to come visit people us come. and not have to drop $1,000 because we can't fit anybody here. Right. Like, one or two people, maybe, if it's a short amount of time. Yeah. But anything over that, it's just, there's no space. People small. are sleeping yeah. on the floor. It's, yeah. Um. So we've decided we need at least a thousand square feet, uh, mm-hmm. but I think the market's cooling off a little bit, so that's pretty good. Just oh, hang yeah. in there, buddy. Hang in there. You Yay. know what I should have looked up is like if there are statistics on what actual teachers do when they quit. That's like a great. Yeah, it's a good statistic. That's an interesting if I can thing. find should... that info, we'll we'll talk about it on the we'll, next episode. I'm we'll just not sure in. if it's. If it's I mean, findable. I can think of a lot of people who leave something and decide to teach, and then after mm-hmm. two years are like, "Oh, never mind. I'm going to go back to that other thing." Right, I was doing and then they go back. Way but more for fun. People like you and I that only have teaching in our adult years. I know <laughs> it's Ooh. it's kind of daunting, but also like I'm looking at this list of stuff, and I'm like, I don't know that much about it, but I bet I could right. do this pretty easily, like book editor and. Um, oh, you'd be yeah, great at that. Yeah, all these college campus cord- program coordinators and yeah. like all kind of stuff like that. Like, 
coordinating anything, I think I could coordinate anything. Yeah. Like after you coordinate life in a classroom for a year, I think you could do that. Yeah, I think once you learn anything. the ropes, you're fine. I know a lot of teachers who have gone into real estate, like they've quit to do yes real estate, but also I feel like that's a saturated industry when I was because working, it's, everybody's yeah. freelance kind of. When I was working on that movie, so many of the actors also had their real estate's license. Like so many of them because they can just yeah. make their hours yeah. and where we live, property is so expensive that you if they sell, sell one, two places at one or two the whole year and they're you're probably, it's set. livable. Yeah, it's livable. Yeah. You're not making yeah. crazy money, but it's probably more than I make <laughs> working <laughs> my like 40 to 50 hours a week. Oh, oh my goodness gracious. So sad. I marketing. Know. Ooh, I would be so good at marketing. I think I would be a really good, um, speaker like adult train like training people traveling around and like training groups of adults in different things I think I would be really good at that that's something that I've thought a lot about is like if I can get in with a large enough company like what's a humongous company that everybody knows um uh Google let's pretend there you go that that I could I could work for Google I'm sure they have positions where I'm just training employees how to use something that's totally. it. That's it. Google was probably a terrible example because most of the people there probably fucking know how to use PowerPoint and shit. But <laughs> <laughs> this is how you make a pivot table. They're like, okay, thanks. Thanks, I invented that. Thank you. I yeah. <laughs> so some up. other giant so, company um, that's not tech, you can just like teach them how to use the the technology. That's one of the stuff. things on here is trainer. Um, yeah, workshop presentations. I would be. Mm-hmm badass at that mm-hmm. um man yeah there's lots you know of what else you could do you could sell like... some lularoe leggings <laughs> i could sell some buttery soft leggings did you watch that documentary mold i did it was crazy <laughs> it was so bonkers when they got oh to the part God. where they were like and then they started pressuring everybody to get their stomach stapled. I was like, they're like, what? what? Yeah. What is red happening? Flags. That's like an abusive relationship in the yes. start. Like you don't see the little red flags. And then all of a sudden there's like a huge yes. one, but you're in it too deep to be like, whoa. Like you're already mm-hmm. several tens of thousands of dollars and years of your life in. And you're like, well, I can't quit now, I guess. <laughs> I am in too deep. I'm in too deep. It's, I'm already in the cult and I can't get out. Oh, oh! Small animal breeders on this list. I do find that kind of funny. Oh, that is pretty funny. <laughs> I'm just scrolling through. You Although I will be, say, do you want to breed crickets? Uh, I could. Those things stink like a yeah. son of a bitch. They're so damn stinky. How is banana the the gecko? Banana's is it a gecko? doing great. Gecko? Yeah, he's a yeah. leopard gecko. He's doing great. He's just chilling in the corner, and nice. you know he pops out. And he knows when it's time to eat. He seems to be dealing with the noise better than I am. So good. That's a good thing for him. Um, but the crickets are very stinky. They're loud. Like when I get the bigger ones and they, mm-hmm. I just have them in this five gallon aquarium in the back of the room and they'll be back there doing their chirping during the day. And I'm like, guys, one. Although I've heard that sounds of nature, like ambient sounds of mm-hmm. nature are actually good for your emotional regulation and your heart rate and just all of these other things. So I'm like, right. maybe it, it will have that effect. It's driving me effing bonkers, but maybe it's also <laughs> doing good things at the same time. I don't know. You know what you. you should do is write a book. When are you going to write your book? Oh, I was thinking so about good. that today when I was in church. I thought of another chapter to write. Um, yeah. I don't are know. Are keeping I think... track of it all in one spot? Yeah, I have like this 
gigantic email that I keep sending to myself, oh, okay. like replying to myself where I add all these other ideas. I just haven't had time to do it. When I yeah. sit down and do it, it comes out. Like it's just, it yeah. comes out. You need but like I think a week in the mountains alone. I do. Maybe that's what I'll do for my, uh, my husband's 40th birthday is I'll go in the mountains alone <laughs> for a week and I'll just write. <laughs> What a great idea. I'll just bring all of my antidepressants and yeah. sit in the mountains and write. Maybe I should be off my meds for a week and we'll see what oh. comes out. I don't know. Maybe two weeks and see one on, one off. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It could be like the light side and the dark side of the moon. Mm-hmm. Kind of like read it from front to back or flip it over. Or read flip it, the it other over. way. Yes. It'll have two covers on it. What a great idea. Oh, you are yeah, such a good writer though. That's definitely on my list. And I've thought of like, children's books that I could do and I'm a good mm-hmm. enough illustrator because they're children's books like who right. gives a shit we'll get Miss Elda are... illustrate them <gasps> that's a great idea yeah. but like some of them are beautifully illustrated and some of them are just line drawings but it totally makes the book anyway mm-hmm. so I don't know but I feel like I could do all of that stuff and then I wouldn't have to interact with people too much that would be mm-hmm. nice that, that would be would really be nice. nice man so many options for us y'all I know so just getting options. people to pay us for it that's the thing yeah. That's the thing. Mm, tough. And those summers off. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, so up? what's, um, what would your, <laughs> what do you think your like dream job would be? Oh my God. That's hard. Yeah. Honestly, I really enjoy the idea of being a traveling trainer of people of like, so like quantum learning yeah. training, I would love to do that. Um, Kind of like when we do workshops for that thing right. that you and I are involved in. I yeah. love doing that. I love doing that too. I love teaching them. I love teaching, but then I also love leaving after and just going mm-hmm. home. So I love dropping the info and being like, you're grown up. You do with it what you will. And I'm going to fade into the Well, background. that's like college. <laughs> so. That's why I love college so much. It's just like, unless you have tenure, they don't yeah. pay anything it Uh pays so much less than a public school teacher i have a lot less stress but i'm not making any money but i love teaching these kids i love writing this curriculum yeah but man i don't get paid dick you know my dad has a saying if you have a job that you love 24 7 365 and you're getting paid well for it it's probably illegal and i think that he's probably (laughs) correct i don't find any no lies detected I'll put it yes that way. yes that's I want that to be one of your illustrated books is just shit your dad shit says. my dad it's says so funny. I easily could God. oh wasn't that wasn't that a twitter a hundred years ago I think so shit my dad says and then they made it into a tv yeah, show like for a, a hot minute it's like a, was it a tv show yes what? with um with what's his face um uh oh, Shatner like a, with William like Shatner a, was it like a sitcom yeah, but I don't even think oh. it made but like four or five episodes. I'll link it in the show that notes if like it's a terrible really there. Idea. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look. I think it was William Shatner was the dad. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, when Twitter was just a baby, that was like one of the accounts I followed. I do remember that, and I could oh. definitely, um, I could definitely do that. The people in my family are so weird. They just say weird things. Everybody that I'm blood related to, there's something wrong with all of us. Yeah. Great content though. What about you? Well, I think I I think I know what yours is, but your go ahead and tell us yours. Yeah, I'd just act full time if I could do yeah. it. Okay. Any kind of it. If I could just any of it. Like even even if I was only making even if I topped out at like a hundred grand a year, if I just had to act, I'd be That'd fine be with it. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. 
one day. Maybe. Or not. <laughs> or we'll just die in, in the next Yeah, day. I know. I'm taking a, I'm going to take an acting class that by the time this comes out, I'll have started. It starts this Ooh, Wednesday. That'll be fun. I, I haven't done it. Yeah, my husband was like, really? An acting class? Don't you have a degree in that? And I was like, bitch, I got that degree bitch, 20 years learning. ago. <laughs> you got to keep your skills fresh, honey. Now, if I was taking a $300 teaching class, then you could make fun of then me. Then you could make, exactly. <laughs> Shut up. What a jerk. I know, stupid jerk. He listens stupid to my idiot. podcast too. Dumb, dumb, dumb idiot. Dumb, dumb butt. <laughs> mm. Hi, we love you. Oh. You're great. Oh, here's a good one. Being a um, museum court curator or archivist, I oh worked in God. a museum. I loved when I worked in that museum. The only thing I that sucked was you have to work weekends because yeah, you know, that's, that's their main that's hours. That's when stuff happens. Now that I'm old and lame, I don't think I would mind it as much. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember when we went on. I might have talked about this on the pod when we went on a field trip and we were on a certain level of the museum and it was all the docents were people who were retired from yes you told me about this industry oh my god it was so funny because a couple of them you could tell were like into the weirdness of kids it's like when you go to home depot and it's like no i want to talk to the guy that's my dad's age because he works here for fun yeah he (laughs) he i don't want to talk to you trent please send over george um yeah, that's how it was. But then the other ones were just like, why don't you care about shale? Like they were getting really pissed off that these eight-year-olds were not like paying rapt attention to their demonstration oh, of so whatever, good. erosion or whatever. Do you, so, do you know what job I think I would be amazing at? But I, I think that it would eat up as much of my life as teaching, but it would pay better uh-huh. is being any kind of event coordinator. Oh, yeah. Because that's what's like putting on a musical so and stuff is. 100%. It's like just thinking of every little checklist every and getting detail. vendors and having them all match, like mesh up. And yeah, I would be so you good at that. You would be really good at that. I'd have to work for something where they just like put on a couple of festivals a year so that yeah. I had like a certain amount of time that I was really busy. But then the rest of it was more you laid like back. A, yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah, because like there a, there's a, a theater Rick festival Fest here. Yeah, 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 but something that made way more money. Right. <laughs> because right. it would definitely be all consuming. Because I can't turn my brain off for oh, no. stuff like that. I just can't. Well, do the it. one here makes a ton of money. like it's oh, a huge yeah. thing here. They do a they do a stellar job. I, the only thing about ours is I never know if I want to make the commitment of going or not because it depends on what the weather's going to be like and you have right. to buy your tickets so far in advance right. that there's no way to prepare accurately for it. You just so need like, to also have a velvet cloak. So you have, have to something have a velvet cloak, but short also sleeves. like a poncho. Right. And oh, yeah. I wasn't thinking about the rain. Ye old, ye old poncho or, mm-hmm. um, yeah, bring your bring your renaissance fan or whatever you're, I don't know there's so many things that you would need but I, I went when my son was Renfest. little bitty oh. he was like three and the falconer we could have sat there and watched the falconer all yes. day long. he was he just sat there with his turkey leg just like holy shit this bird is amazing <laughs> I went a couple years ago and was watching like the big cat thing where they have like these tigers and shit just like yeah. on a chain jumping around and I was like yeah. I'm pretty sure That's that tiger could get away if it wanted to. 100%. And we would it's be just these carnies bead. walking around with their right. shit. Like, it's not like they're all vetted, you know. Oh, here's know. something on the list that uh, you couldn't pay me to do. Uh, being a wedding consultant. Hell no. Oh. <laughs> Dealing with people at their craziest. Bad no. shit. No. Absolutely I think not. I'd be That's good at terrible. it, but I don't want to do it. Nope. I don't want to do it. Sounds awful. Ooh, yeah. I would love to be a 
textbook editor. I guess it depends on what kind of textbook it is, but I have right. lots of things that I would love to edit into and out of a textbook. I want to put all that critical race theory in there so hard. Did you see there's really a, new, a new show on ABC or something? I think it was on ABC and it's called like whatever elementary and it's hmm. uh, some elementary school and there's the teacher um, and they're doing it in like the style of the office. So it's like okay. documentary. So I think, I think so. Kind of thing. Um, so she's like holding up a textbook. I'm holding up a spinal tap because it was next to me. <laughs> so she's holding up a textbook to like her second grade class or something. And it's got a picture of G.W. Bush. And she's like, there have been two more presidents since this one. I, t- <laughs> I taped their pictures in here. <laughs> and she's got taped. Oh, my God. So and it's funny. like, yeah, this is true. Yeah, like, te- we don't is... even need textbooks anymore. No. Just give us digital stuff. We don't have any textbooks in our school. We have oh, none. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah I don't. Um, I don't. Is, but it's them. not. Well, you know what we should have textbooks for is like math. Yeah, we should have a math book that like because that's not like, changing. How the hell do lot. I help my kid? And I'm like, um, here's this lengthy video of what we're doing. But right. honestly, like you should just have you should have access to some kind of textbook right. or a manual to help you with this. I agree with you, parents. <sighs> anyway, got off on yeah. a tangent there. So, um, so teachers, the world is your oyster. The world is your oyster, and we we don't want you to quit because it's going to make my life harder because That's I'm going right. to have to pick up your slack. But don't take that as you should not be guilted into keeping your job if you're miserable and you hate it and you're not making what you should what you need to make. Just mm-hmm. go, just go, and eventually, if enough people go, they're going to have to figure something out. And by they, oh, I mean I don't. Know. I saw um I saw an article in I think it was in Virginia. I can't remember now. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll put it in the show notes because, you know, Facebook knows my algorithm. So they show they me do. stuff now. And this school district is like, shit sucks. So we're going to give teachers a couple of extra work days with no kids. And we're going to start. Yeah. Then we're going to start paying them um, to sub and uh-huh. we're going to start paying that. So it was just like it was it was it's a start. It looked that is good. A start. That's progress. They're gonna have to do that, or people are gonna keep leaving. Yeah. And Teach your own damn bad. kids. Teach your own damn kids, <laughs> since you're so great at it. My favorite is reading Facebook comments, though, on like public articles like that. Like, well, good. Th- I took my kids out of the system, and we're doing better than ever before. And blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, here's the deal. Um, Doris, when we did digital <laughs> learning for everyone, about 4% of the parents were doing a good job and everybody else was right. freaking out and blaming teachers for their horrible mm-hmm. education. So it doesn't work for everyone. So figure it out, guys. <laughs> All um, right. So I, I think it's time for a little bit of screaming in the parking lot. Screaming in the parking lot. Screaming in the parking lot. Mine's pretty simple. Mine is that I'm really sick of getting my emails kicked back from parents' incorrect email addresses that are in the system. And then having to manually type them every single time. Um, Or I send the emails out and then they get pissed at me. They'll send me an email like two weeks later, like, why wasn't I informed of X, Y, Z? And I'm like, oh, you were. Here, copied below. Or like, I'll just reply by forwarding that email like, oh, maybe you didn't get this that I sent two weeks ago. Perhaps you didn't check for it. Here it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just really sick of that. Also that we don't send report cards home anymore. They have to check online for their report cards. 
So many people aren't even looking online for their report cards. Yours truly included because it's kind of a pain in the ass to access it. And also our district doesn't send out a thing to parents like, hey, here, you need to click here to check your kid's report card. Like I get no notice. It's just like, oh, the nine weeks is over. We're in the new nine weeks. Cricket. Like that's it. (laughs) So that kind of blows. Very simple. What about you? Uh, My screaming in the parking lot is I have this friend who has been asking me to do this uh, activity. We'll say it's a paint night. She's been like, hey, you want to do this paint night? You want to do this paint night? And I'm like, ugh, I don't know. Maybe I might have some friends in town. And then she told me the time. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can definitely do this paint night. And then, like, after she booked it and, like, CC'd all the other people, like, in a group thread, like, hey, got it booked. Mm -hmm. Woohoo, painting, bitches. Then she texted just me and she was like, coming <laughs> i didn't tell what? you before because i thought you might not come it's the worst <laughs> what that's douchey come on i was like you jerk you, you just wanted jerk. me to be a buffer uh, that's not cool yeah mm, I, know, I thought so. you were gonna tell me that you were looking at everybody in the cc list and you're like i don't like any of these people <laughs> close i don't think was in the cc list but i was just like okay. you turd you are a jerk yeah. i'm kind of i'm kind of holding off on rsvp to an event that i kind of want to go to but not if there's going to be any other people there and i know there's going to be other people there so wah, wah. Mm. i might just go and like not rsvp but just like yeah sl- just slide in and, and the then background slide and back like, out yeah and just be like mm, i'm out i'll wear a fake mustache <laughs> is what i'll do um hey ooh, we have yes, kids let's right. play our all let's worth play it our all worth it Hey y'all, it's Miss Tuesday in Denver. I just wanted to call because I just listened to your many, many, many episodes. I'm sorry I have such paperwork, Miss B. I just wanted to call and give you an all worth it update because I know the last time I called y'all, I was having a pretty tough time with buy-in and uh, kids actually participating in my theater class. And I had a really nice conversation today with my director of culture at my school who said, every time I pass by your class nowadays, I see um, them more and more engaged. It keeps getting better and better, and it seems like they're really buying in. And I definitely feel that, and it's been phenomenal. I've had kids get up that never get up, who got up today and um, did some great improvisations. Um, I had kids get up when I just like randomly chose their names in a randomizer and they, they bought in and they said, yeah, sure, I'll go up. I've been improvising with them. I've had one of my kids stay after school on Mondays. I taught him how to play a guitar riff last week. First ever guitar riff he's ever played. And then he came back this Monday and showed me three or four more that he learned on his own this week. And this is a kid that does not like being in school, has trouble focusing, and uh, he really was just appreciative of, of my time and the guitar. So just wanted to say that all is going fantastically well. And I hope things are going well for you, too, as well. Um, I miss you, Miss W. You are a fantastic person. And uh, Miss B, you sound like a great lady as well. Would love to have a beer with you all one day. I wish you all weren't so far away. Hope you have a great rest of your week. And I look forward to Monday. 
oh my god we helped someone we did look at us we helped we and you know what we didn't even help you just grew as an educator yeah. and as a human being we didn't help so we just you. we were psychics because if you go back we like psychics. to the beginning of the semester we were like it's gonna happen i know you i know you're a good teacher exactly. it's gonna happen exactly. and it did, it did. We're, we're just so psychic for you can that um, count as ours or do you have a all worth it? <laughs> I can count as ours. Okay. Yeah. And hers was good enough for all of us. I know. Thanks it was so good. Thanks, Miss Tuesday. It. Oh, my gosh. Do you have a BS in education and wish you weren't in education and have left <laughs> education or are planning on leaving education? We want to hear from you. And what are your plans? And take us with you. You can email us at bsineducation2020 at gmail.com. You can follow us on Insta. You can... Uh, Call us at 234-73-TEACH and tell us all your great things or terrible things, and we might play them on the show. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being here. This has been ABS in, in Education. education.